Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms, and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On a Monday after Liverpool destroyed Bournemouth by nine goals to nil at Anfield. You heard that correctly. If you missed the game, if you've been in some sort of coma, Liverpool won nine nil at the weekend against Scott Parker's Bournemouth. The only notable thing we can say about Bournemouth is that Scott Parker wore a cardigan that cost two grand. Liverpool opened the scoring on three minutes with a header from Luis Diaz. Harvey Elliott made it two on six minutes with a great left-footed shot from outside the box. From there, there was a little bit of a lull in the scoring, but Liverpool continued to pile on the pressure. And on 28 minutes, Trent Alexander-Arnold made a three with an absolute rasper from 25 yards out. Three minutes later, it was four. Roberto Firmino with a poacher's goal, uh, an attempted Salah pass or cross, took a big deflection, looped up in the air. Bobby was first to react. Bobby finished past Mark Travers. And then on the stroke of halftime, a Virgil van Dijk header from an Andy Robertson corner made it five. You thought from there, that'll do. Liverpool will take the foot off the gas now, but no. 46 minutes, one minute into the second half. It's a Trent cross from the right. And Chris Metham puts through his own goal to make it six. It was seven on 62 minutes. Bobby Firmino from an Andy Robertson cross that the goalkeeper made a bit of a mess of. Keeper saved the first effort. No luck finish on the second. And on we go. And if... If Bournemouth thought we might stop there, it wasn't to be. Fabio Carvalho made it seven, sorry, made it eight on 80 minutes. Lovely ball across. Great first touch, controlled pass by Costa Simicus. Cushioned beautifully. 
and Carvalho's volley rattled into the net. And then on 85 minutes, the scoring was complete. Luis Diaz with his second-headed goal of the game, this time from a Costas cross. So two assists for Costas, who was only on the pitch for half an hour, not even 20 minutes, maybe. Um, all things considered, you can't really complain about anything. Uh, it's a record-equaling Premier League win. There'd obviously been three nine-nils before United Ipswich, Leicester Southampton, and Leicester United. Oh, sorry, Southampton United. And um, I've done that a bit wrong. It was against Southampton. United against Southampton. Leicester against Southampton. United against Ipswich. They're the three. Anyway, so we're now the fourth team to do this. It's a shame we couldn't have got 10 because it would have been nice just to have the record, especially against Scott Parker, who simply isn't very good. Everybody has obviously rushed to credit the performances of of Harvey and Fabio, and rightly so. Both of them were tremendous. thought Trent played very well. The front three all played well. Mo didn't get a goal or an assist, but did play well and was involved in a lot of good build-up play. The defence looked more like the defence, and Fabinho was unbelievable. Um, He just absolutely bossed that game. Didn't give them a second on the ball. Allowed us to press high up the pitch. And we were just rampant from the third minute right the way through. We were still hunting more goals as the final whistle went. So our season is finally up and running. Our first win in our fourth game. And hopefully we'll see this as a spark for games to come. Obviously, we have Newcastle at home on Wednesday. Some good news coming out of the tune for us is that it does look like Bruno Gomerich will miss the game, Callum Wilson will miss the game, and potentially St. Maximum as well. So they're probably the three best players. Yeah, probably. Well, certainly the three best players in attack. You could argue Sven Botman. Some might argue Kieran Trippier. But the three best attack-minded players all out. So that's a plus. Then we get Everton at home. And obviously Everton have started the season really poorly. Um, lost to Chelsea, lost to Villa, drew at home with Forest, drew at Brentford. They've only scored two goals themselves. They got an own goal against Villa. And the two goals they've scored have just been long balls over the top for Damari Gray and Anthony Gordon to run on to. Uh, they're not exactly the most tactically adept team. So you'd fancy us to beat the Ev. The turn will be tough. They've started the season fairly well. They got a draw yesterday against Wolves. Pretty good game. Um, I thought Wolves just about edged it, but it couldn't really argue with the draw. They got the draw against City. They got a draw against Brighton. Uh, though they were outplayed in that game quite comprehensively, and they beat Forest on the opening day. So they haven't been winning all their games, but they have been pretty good in all their games by that Brighton one. They currently sit seventh in the league. We sit ninth in the league, a point behind them. We need to win. We need to win. We are seven points off Arsenal, which is unacceptable. 
we're five points off City and Tottenham, which is a little bit more concerning uh, because they're the teams that could actually win the league. I, maybe not Tottenham, but obviously City likely favourites for the league. Tottenham will be in the top three or four. And we're two points behind Chelsea, who haven't had a great start themselves. Uh, we're the joint top scorers in the league, along with City, with 13. But defensively, we've got some work to do. Um, the defence just needs to go back to being the defence. And it'll be helped by having Fabinho there. And it'll be helped when Thiago gets back. And, you know, if we could stop playing defensive liabilities in midfield, that would be a nice help as well. Um, but all things considered, you have to be happy with the weekend and uh, hope that it sparks a run of wins now. Uh, let's move around the main Liverpool websites. Uh, there is a piece up on, this is Anfield, entitled Legendary Win, Firmino and a New Midfielder. The last word on Liverpool 9, Bournemouth nil. Uh, that is Henry Jackson, myself and John O'Sullivan giving our views there. Uh, seven records Liverpool broke or matched in the 9-0 Bournemouth win. Goals, a record, and Firmino on fire. Five talking points from the game. 19 games in 73 days. Liverpool br Liverpool's brutal pre-World Cup schedule starts now. Newcastle could be without five players, but new signings, signing debut is expected, so that will be Alexander Isak who's expected to play in that game. Nine-time NBA champion visits Liverpool training ground. That is Steve Kerr, the head coach of the Golden State Warriors, who won five titles as a player. He won three with the Chicago Bulls alongside Michael Jordan in 96, 97, and 98. Then he went to San Antonio, and he won in 99 and 03 with the Spurs under Greg Popovich, and he's won four as a coach with the Golden State Warriors, including this past season where the Warriors ended up beating the Celtics in the NBA Finals. Um, there's a quiz if you want to take part in that. It is the 19 players with at least 100 Liverpool goals. Uh, Virgil van Dijk speaking out about how we need a lot of midfielders. It was quite clear what he was inferring. Liverpool know 20 million transfer truth as Jurgen Klopp's stance has not drastically changed. This is based off a Paul Gorst article, and Paul Gorst is an idiot. Uh, Julian Ward has run into 85 million Manchester United problem. United are going to pay 85 million plus 4.5 million in add-ons for Anthony, who scored eight goals and had four assists in the area division last year. That's a 35 million pound player at best. Jurgen Klopp wants 35 million long-term target at Liverpool as crazy new transfer conditions set. What is this, Dross? Um, De Jong to stay put. Klopp wants Sander Burge. Ugh. Crazy new conditions set. But Fabrizio... Oh, this is great. What are the criteria for Liverpool's late midfield scramble? Only Julian Ward and the club transfer department know for sure. But Fabrizio Romano has now had his say. Why would anybody listen to this absolute imbecile who knows absolutely nothing about what goes on at Liverpool? Why would you even include that in anything you're putting on your website? 
four transfers averaging 35 million could have solved Liverpool midfield issue, including next Thiago. Okay. Bruno Gmerich, yeah, we should have been all over that. Matthias Nunes, we would have had him if not for Klopp. Rodrigo Bentoncourt, I mean, it wouldn't have been a bad signing at all. Um, now, unless I've missed one, that's three. Oh, Vitinha from Porto to PSG. He's not ready. Not ready to play in the Premier League. It's a very different thing going to play in the French League. Um, let's look at AnfieldIndex.com. Liverpool versus Bournemouth, a changing of the guard is the headline piece up by Stephen Smith. So check that one out. I'm going to have a piece out hopefully tomorrow. Just a, you know the usual look back at the game. Um, there is a rival recon up for Newcastle. There'll be a scouted re- recorded for Newcastle tomorrow. Uh, Rate Don't Hate is out. The Nina Kauser show is out. Post-match Raw is out. And there is a Scouser Tommy's which is up as well. If you haven't listened to that, make sure you do. And that is it. That is me for today, folks. I'm not going to start ranting and raving about transfers because I've just got more important things to worry about. So I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.